welcome to Knights of Roleplay, an adventuring podcast. This is an actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Royalty-free music provided by Kevin McLeod, Michael Gelfie Studios, Plate Mill Games, and Tabletop Audio. And now, to adventure. Hello, listeners. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Nights of Roleplay. I'm DM Chris, and as we record this episode, it's actually been about a little over a year since we played Candlekeep, and we're revisiting these characters, so we're very excited. I will turn it over to DM Sarah for more Candlekeep mysteries. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Welcome back to the table, my Candlekeep friends. Yay! Good to be back. <laughs> it is great to be back. I'm, I'm so excited to revisit these characters. Um, just to remind the listeners, this is going to be tagged on to an episode previous. So it's not too too far behind in your brains, but to remind our players, um, a couple of our players did decide at the end of our last adventure to uh, take our ravens up on their offer to become were-ravens. <laughs> So they did take the bite and go through the transformation of lycanthropy, and they are now able to transform into were-ravens at will. Cool. See what they need to mimic a fraction of my power? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. I can fly already. He can fly, he can fly, he can, fly. <laughs> he can really fly. <laughs> I can fly as well, because I have dragon wings. So. That's true. It's true. So we are now back. You guys have been back at the keep for quite a while now. You've become a regular feature along the uh, hallowed halls. Well, for their sake, I hope I haven't gotten bored. They've managed to keep you, you know, well <laughs> tied up. Ah. Uh, in things. Things. Uh. And when you've caused trouble, well, tied up, period. <laughs> Um, I assume we've had a long rest since... Oh, you've definitely had quite a few long rests since returning. Um, Because of your generous donations over the course of all of your misadventures, they have officially granted you permanent access to the keep, so you don't have to keep bringing back tomes to Ah, re-enter. Nice. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, You've definitely become part of the daily comings and goings of the township within Candlekeep. And, and if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, we're staying at a at an inn that is within the keep, which is very close to the library, is that right? That was correct, yes. Okay. Um, but at this point, because you've now been like adopted into the keep itself, you're yeah. actually staying in the main quarters instead of the inn. Oh okay. so you guys have private rooms not where the avowed stay, because that's for the ones that are actually avowed into the keep. But where the endowed stay. <laughs> that might be Very the case so. for Neilrock. I don't know about Syndra. <laughs> What's the oh, being a, a Are you endowed? Heavy sigh. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think Whiff needs such big wings? <laughs> To carry around his boogie go? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I call, that's what I named it. 
So your days have become pretty routine. Um, every now and then you've been out on your little adventures and doing your thing. I wouldn't mind being a little gopher for the library for Rube's little thing. So you're going to transform into a gopher now? Well, I don't quite have that spell yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> okay, good to know, good to know. Um, and you, you arise one morning and meet up as you always do and head down to the mess hall for your, your normal routine. And on your way down, you actually are met by a messenger which is actually not part of your normal routine. And that messenger welcomes you. He says, good day. We actually have some mail for you today. And this, I don't remember. Who is the leader? Ale? You have ale? Male. Could I have a female? You have some ale for me today. M- male. Some ale? You're the leader of the party, right? <laughs> the one who got us in with the book. You're, so I'm fine. you're the one that's responsible. You, you two are responsible. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, well, a yeah, bit of a stretch, yeah. perhaps, but all right. <laughs> the, the young man hands Syndra a, a post letter. Okay. Says, "Good, good day to you, and good luck." <laughs> the, the small ones, and and hurries off. <laughs> Where's my ale, jerk? Where's my female? <laughs> all right. So, so you've been it? handed a rather ornate-looking envelope. Okay. That is sealed with a golden seal uh, with a harp on it. It looks pretty small for having a post. And the uh, harp has an H engraved on it. Okay. Ooh. Interesting. Fancy dancy. Fancy dancy. Fancy dancy. All right. Uh, so Syndra would probably check out that letter over breakfast, I guess. Sure. So you guys yep. continue on to breakfast. I can do breakfast. Yeah. What does it say? What does it say? Huh. Let's sit down with our food and I'll open it and we can see. Get your normal fare. You know, there's nice stacks of pancakes and sausages and, and all ale. the normal stuff. You can get ale with your breakfast if you like. All right. I might have you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Later, depending on how much you're having. Um, so you 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 get your normal fare for breakfast and you sit down. In your normal spot, people say good morning. He knows you. You settle in. Finn asks Cinder and Nelrock how they like their new wear situation. It's different. Takes some getting used to, but looks painful. It's fascinating, really. Uh, being yeah. able to fly—it's all adventure things I haven't done before. So I. With someone in, yeah. as big and slow as I am, it's kind of nice to be able to just transform and fly away. Interesting. Are we in a semi, semi-private semi area where we're eating? Or it's kind of a... Yeah. Picture it like a high school cafeteria type yeah. thing. Yeah, just a common area. Cinder would probably be cautious about uh, Because the were-ravens are secret, she uh, wouldn't discuss too much if it was too much of a way of private, pri- yeah, prying ears. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What about the What about the looks around? Wear things. Quotation marks. I mean, for us, has there been any correspondence with the rest of the kindness that we met since um, we changed? Sometimes when you're out in the forest, one one will fly in and stop by and check in. 
Okay. Um, every now and then they do actually ask you to go on a that's kind of, I, I assumed that they might ask um, us for help with Because things. the were-ravens do try to take evil objects out of the world and keep them hidden. That's kind of part of what... So we, are we higher level than the rest of the party? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, your deck, uh, no. <laughs> your deck should be 15 if it wasn't already 15. Nice try. And then uh, we have no. a couple of the, the traits, which I think is like mimicry and one other thing that Wait, we can so do. Yes, with, with yep. the inheritance of your were-raven abilities... Um, of course, I didn't actually write it down. Let's see. eating my dinner. You can go yeah. ahead and absolutely. Okay, so <laughs> a character cursed with the were-raven lycanthropy gains a oop. Hey, oop. Apparently, a I'm closing. I'm accidentally tapping gains my screen. I accidentally closed my D&D I my screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Gains... A dexterity of 15 if their score isn't already higher. Uh, attack and damage rolls for the Were Raven's beak are based on whichever is higher of the character's strength and dexterity. Um, the peck of a Were Raven deals one piercing damage. Um, let's see, no ability modifier applies, or 1d4 piercing damage in hybrid form. Um, and you do get ability modifier for that. But it carries the curse of were-raven lycanthropy, and there's this caution in there about how they don't want to share that ability with anybody, just anybody. So generally, they really hesitate to use that attack. So keep your pecker to yourself. <laughs> Thank you, John. No uh, biting, ladies. Got it. And then the two traits that you pick up, rules is written from from the stat block, which I can link you, is mimicry. So we can mimic uh, simple sounds like uh, whispering people, a baby crying, animal chattering. Which uh, is how they were making funny sounds in the house. Right. noises. Yeah, and a creature that hears the sounds can tell they are imitations if they make a, su- a successful DC 10 wisdom check insight. And then regeneration is the other trait. This is the more fun one probably for Sarah as a DM. Uh, Were-Raven regains 10 hit points at the start of its turn. Uh, and if the Were-Raven takes damage from a silver weapon or spell, this trait doesn't function till the start of the Were-Raven's next turn. So, uh, cool. dies only if it starts its turn with zero points and doesn't regenerate. I mean, obviously with the caveat of our healing death save rolls right. on top of that. Exactly. So. What, what part of this is a curse? Anyone? No, sign me Somebody up. Somebody was arrogant and already had wings and didn't want it. <laughs> they also gained the fly speed. Yes, yeah, yeah it, it, it's a fly speed. Of, let's see, on the stat block itself. Oops. All right, someone bite me. You're walking. So, 30 feet humanoid form, uh, form uh, and then you can walk 10 feet or fly 50 in raven form, uh, and then. 30-foot walk, 50-foot fly in hybrid form. Yeah. Ooh, hybrid Although, again... So they also have now the option of your normal form, hybrid yeah. form, and a raven form. So they're very secretive, though, again. So you so actually fly like, a little bit yeah. faster than me. <laughs> At this point, since, since you were not off... You didn't take the offer from one of the direct ravens of the original... Um, pride. You, you cannot get it from them because yeah, they would have been sworn to not spread no, that's, it. If that's they fine. Wiff wouldn't mm-hmm. want it anyway. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, it's like even using that form. Like if we if we want to recon as ravens, we're probably not going to do that unless we're in a place where nobody would see us transform because yeah. we're trying to hold their confidence. It's very much a keep yeah. it secret. Keep yeah. It safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'll just be the dragon. That's okay. all I need to do. <laughs> you got to remember, they were trying to scare you away yeah. rather than right. have you help them right. when you met them. Yeah. So. And I'll just be the freaking fairy. <laughs> <laughs> the flippin' fairy. <laughs> so what's that thing say? Uh, so <laughs> Back on target. Now that we all have our breakfast, uh, Syndra opens it, and what, what does it say? Okay, so you open this rather ornate envelope, and it it's like a piece of origami. As it opens up, it's like twice the size. Now, now in the inside, the same golden harp is at the top of the letterhead, and it's written in nice ornate calligraphy, and it is an invitation. And it says, The Lady Rolia invites you to a meeting at the head of the Candlekeep's office tomorrow at noon. Please make sure you are not followed. The head no- at the office knows what's going on. Thank you. I look forward to meeting you. Lady Orilla? Rylia. R-Y-L-L-I-E-A. R-Y-L... Okay. I had that completely wrong. I, I heard Lolia, so... Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and it is signed um, with her full name. Rylia Liadon. L-I-A-P-O-N. Not followed, knows what's going on. Do we That's no weird. longer have those uh, guide people that take us places? Inside the keep? I mean, is it the library, you mean? Yeah. Um, your guide, you do see him every now and then, but they trust you to not need anybody to lead you around anymore. Okay, so we don't He was mainly the there to make sure you didn't do anything stupid. <laughs> the greater fools. They reassign you when, you know, acts up. Okay. <laughs> when you know who I was trying to determine if um, we would be led to where the meeting would be versus you you know where that is okay um, but if you feel like you might need some assistance you could always ask somebody okay so we don't need an escort that's not what Sarah saying they don't require you to have an escort anymore okay that answers me question. Your question. <laughs> so, you have until tomorrow at noon. If you want to hang around or look around, you can. Um, Library. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm sorry, Sarah. Um, where is it that we're meeting at? At the head of the keeps. That so, basically, the sergeant general, you know, it's primarily a fort. Okay. Gotcha. I'm going to practice my subtle magic by setting people's hair on fire. <laughs> With illusions. No, I'm not going to do that. That'd be stupid. That'd be funny. Are you sure about that? Stop are are you like actually that. going to do that? No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> Along comes an escort. <laughs> Along comes an escort, I was going to say. So the guard comes <laughs> and say that he's going to be tied up for the afternoon. <laughs> I think John is translating Johnning into whiffing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Johnning has now become whiffing. It's escalated into whiffing versus, yeah. versus escalated Johnning. or declined. 
question I would, Cinder would have is, is she mentioned not being followed and knowing something that was going on. Does that seem odd to anybody else? I didn't know that we were being followed short of people trying to keep an eye on certain members of the party who like to make trouble. Hey, some people just, you know, like to keep their, have their privacy. Whatever, that's no problem. I, mean, I, can, I can get there without being If followed. we think it back and recall, is there any reason to think that she, she would think that something untoward is going on with our party? I don't remember anyone following us at any point other than our leaders to our uh, specific places. Am I misinterpreting what she wrote? Or, she clearly doesn't want anybody there at the meeting but you guys. Okay. Hmm. I guess... I mean, I can I can get there, not a problem. Uh, rage might uh, attract a little bit of attention. You, you can you can be our decoy. I mean, people go to this woman for other things, right? Other people <clears throat> go to her for other reasons. You don't know. You've never heard her name. Oh, okay. Uh, well, hmm. we're just gonna go there whenever we whenever we all go there as a group. Um, I. Or at least as far as I, I know, at this point, you don't. Okay. Did you ever heard her name? Gotcha. Maybe one of our magic casters can cloak our steps or uh, something to that effect so no one sees us going to her office. Nah. Your guys' your guys's ability to hide is your own problem. Just keep an eye out when we go there. Um, I will actually, however, spend the day um, seeing if I can nonchalantly... Uh, gather um, any information about this lady. Okay. What, what what is commonly known about her? What kind of what what she does for a living? That kind of thing. Sure. Um. Or will any of you join him in this endeavor? I'm going to um, the library. Yeah. I, I mean, might as well uh, stick together as a group. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You're going to assist him in his research. Yeah. I, I'm See, again yeah. trying to be. Subtle. Yeah, try to try <laughs> trying to, to make sure that he remains subtle. <laughs> I, I can be perfectly subtle if I need to be. With your glitter bombs. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be subtle. <laughs> um, you want to go to the library? Okay. Well, that's where you do research at, right? And I would imagine there would be newspapers and stuff if she were, you know, a socialite or whatever. Mm-hmm. Possibly, I mean, but. You wanted to like ask around. Were we going to the library yeah, to ask well, these questions, or where, where no, are we doing I'm, this research? Around I'm, the key? I'm just gonna, you know, put my ear to the ground for this one. Probably a combination of investigation and investigation to get what information I can, and deception to see to make sure that you know nobody actually thinks I'm actually asking about her, kind of thing. Doesn't get suspicious of you, at least. Right. Okay. Um, so, anybody that wants to do any kind of research, give me an investigation check. Okay. Okay. Or he doesn't care. Do we take our <laughs> passive if we. If, if, if it's better, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. 16 for passive. Okay. 21. Awesome. That's not great. Three. We're going to go with my passive 18. <laughs> no, Rock doesn't know anything. Okay. I shouldn't have rolled anyways. And <laughs> you, Whiff, since you want to try and be sneaky about it, also give me a deception. Okay. 16. Okay. So the three of you together 
learn that this woman is actually a very well-known wizard. Oh, okay. And there are mumblings that she may be part of a secret society. Hmm. Jinx. Cool. <laughs> but uh, no kind of word on anything on what society that might be. People, I assume, have theories or anything like that. If not, that's understandable, but, you know. Secret societies are secret by nature. There there was a bit of a situation a few years back that had people believing she might be part of the Harper Society. Mm, explains the age. Do we know anything about that group? They are... Pretty well. Yeah. So they're an organization of spellcasters. They covertly oppose any abuse of power, magical or otherwise. Now, are these specific just to the the um, keep, or are they? No, they actually work throughout the entire Sword Coast. Okay. Yeah, um, they work alone or in small cells and gather information throughout Fairrun, analyze the political dynamics in each region or realm, and use what they uncover to help the weak, the poor, the oppressed from behind the scenes. <laughs> Basically, they're one of the major factions that everybody knows of, and they're do-gooders. Gotcha. And, and, the, a, and the honor among these movie, Greg, Chris uh, Pine was one of the Harpers. Yes. Oh, so that's somewhat, right. That's why it rings a bell. Yeah. Somewhat related, tangential question. Uh, for the Were-Raven Transformies, did that transformation come with an obligation to the... Was it the Crimson Shawl or something, whatever the name of their... When they need you, they come find you. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, it sounds like they have parallel goals anyway. I don't think it would be a problem. And Finn, <laughs> since you specifically went asking around the library, you actually learned that this woman stopped by about three years ago. Okay. And gave a pretty fancy-looking book as her donation to get into the keep. Okay, so I try to find a book. They don't know where it is. Oh, they don't. So much for their bookkeeping. Do they, do they have like a, a name recording what, what book it was? Or? Oh, title. Like, like a title. The example. title they have um, recorded is The Curious Tale of Wisteria Vale. Curious mm-hmm. Tale of Wisteria Vale. It rhymes. <laughs> I mean, if we've got time this afternoon, I wouldn't mind checking out that book that you've told us well, they about. Can't it. They, oh, they, they can't find it. They don't know where it is. I do tell it's everyone not a great that, cataloging that it can't be found. I was going to say, no, the well, bookkeepers are into their not catalog very good at keeping system the books. I would start in the West Wing with the mystery book section and see if we can find it. Haha. Uh, let me take a quick look. Nilrock asked around, but he forgot who we were asking about. He got distracted by a really pretty lady. Pretty Oh, you are. I don't suppose your name is Ralia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't suppose your name is, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what was I doing again? Sorry, sorry, your eyes are up there. I get it. I get it. <laughs> okay. I um, think I have locate objects, unfortunately. And you can't cast spells in the library, so good point. No, no. I'm, I'm not anywhere near the library at the moment. I also am not. <laughs> Are you in a library? What is Rage doing while are this you is going somewhere on? Else? Well, I, I started off with them. Are and you then just I, following I them around, dragging your hammer? Because Cinder at the end of the day um, loves books. So. I, mean, I mean, he doesn't really care. I mean, he's he's probably practicing with his 
hammer that's too big. He's probably like in the courtyard or something, <laughs> trying to wield this hammer that's too big for him. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking cobblestones. <laughs> yeah. Making all the retainers go. Huh. <laughs> I think Finn is going to go try to find Chandra. Sandra. Find Sandra. Sandra. Okay. If she's not in the library already. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the Syndra was heading that way after kind of asking around a bit on the way over, so... All right, so you have no trouble finding each other. You guys are pretty good at re-navigating. You feel really safe splitting up at the keep. You know, you're pretty safe here. I mean, it's literally a military fort. <laughs> so... <laughs> so... So you told me about the, yes. the book. Do we do we want to see if we can find it? Do we want to try to get and the others? I was others, thinking or? we would go to the, um, you know, the forbidden section. Oh. Not the forbidden, but the lost section. The, the West Wing. Where the restricted the section. section. <laughs> 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 you know, the last check. time we discovered something. Do we, do we want to bring the rest of the group when we go? We can probably do that. Maybe regroup at lunch and see if everybody wants to head and look for that book after. Yeah, I mean, Reg will go with the group if everybody's yeah. going, then sure. Okay. Yeah, more people, the better. Unless anybody, do we have other things that people need to do? If yeah. I smashed a lot of things today. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm ready to go look at some books. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you guys have a very late, late lunch. Because it did take you quite a bit to find the right people and ask the right questions. Sure, okay. Because, you know, the Harpers aren't really out there in the open. (laughs) Um, And you do, in the late afternoon, go back to the library and start searching around. And you kind of go to the area where you're, you you know now that that's kind of where you tend to find the books that never got cataloged. And you start looking around in the dusty books. You find some cool tomes, some really pretty colors, but nothing with this title seems to be around. Okay. Well, perhaps we'll have to ask her tomorrow mm-hmm. when we meet with her. Or, hey, maybe what she has to talk to us has absolutely nothing to do with the book. Maybe she just wants to have tea. Who wouldn't want to have tea with a fairy, with, a, with an adorable fairy? <laughs> Cinderella's That's probably it. Shifty eyes. <laughs> <She> just... <laughs> <laughs> and we could try to research books on the Harpers. I don't know if there's any additional benefit to that. I feel like we have a good basic understanding of what they are. Yeah, bunch of do-gers. Whatever. <laughs> they got boring after a while. If you ask, they actually do have quite a bit of information on oh, the Harper Society. That might be helpful, I guess let's, let's, let's look into that. Most of the information you find is that they, they've done... On the very rare occasion, they actually do make themselves known. It's, it seems like it's only as a last resort. Very big battles, big fights, things where clearly the world's about to be turned on its head. Well, that makes sense. Sure. In the sure. end, they always come to whiff. The librarians give you <laughs> a timeout. <laughs> a, dunce, a very concerned stare as they hand over the books and walk away and uh, start whispering about whether they need to find the ropes again. <laughs> but, you know, the reading material 
talks a lot about the hierarchy and the fact that there are some, you know, there's there's upper ranks and lower ranks just like any other societies. You know, there's kind of like a king level, if you will, but they're not called kings. Um, I apologize, I read a lot of lore about the Harpers, but I can't remember all of the names. <laughs> it's all good. Sorry. I should have written it there. I should have, would have. Um... But you get the idea based on this woman being such, you know, a powerful wizard, as the people told you, that she's sure. probably a pretty high-ranking officer. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. And you realize after you've combed through all these books and read through all this information that the librarians dumped in your lap that it's getting on pretty late in the evening. Okay. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we should have some dinner? Yeah, let's go have some dinner and wind down for the evening and then get ready for our meeting tomorrow. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. I say we can torch to that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you head back to the to the hall and mm-hmm. grab your dinner and sit at your your normal table as you always do. Mm-hmm. And ir- irony is there. Yeah. Oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, well, it's good, sir. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that uh, everything is all right. Hey, you know, Arnie. I heard that there was a lot of questions going on today. <laughs> yeah, I talked to them. Oh, you guys. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that everything is okay. Um... The general did say that you had a meeting tomorrow? Yes. The general. Oh, you know, the head, the head of the keep. Affirmative. Correct. You know who the general is, right? Is that Rylia? No. I guess we don't know who the general okay. was. No, we don't know. General Pump and Circumstance. Wow. What's he pumping? Was that a joke? <laughs> <laughs> Is that supposed to be funny? Is that an actual name? If that's the name that just came out of my head. <laughs> no, General Pompadour, he will be meeting, He his offices will be available to you at noon tomorrow. Just make sure you go to the big building with the the flag. It, it's, you know, up the stairs. It's the giant door. Thank you. So he's saying that we have a meeting with Pompadour guy? No, at the Pompadour's office. The Pompadour's office. Oh, gotcha. So in addition to gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. the head of the... Rayel, yeah, so oh, right. You're, you're making me nervous, so I'm leaving now. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. <laughs> so, wait. So now we've got a meeting with... General Pompous and a meeting with. No, he's no. just trying to make sure that we know where where. He's giving you directions to your meeting tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> the building with the. Flag. Your meeting is at the general's office with this woman. Awkward oh, irony gotcha. Yes, there's no okay. General Pompatine going. Gotcha. <laughs> Try to help, and I just confuse you all. <laughs> His name's going to change like every time I say it: General Palpatine, okay. General, <laughs> General Pompatine, <laughs> Circumstance. <laughs> <laughs> that way. 
General, pump up the jam. General, you're probably never going to meet him. <laughs> General Malay. Because <laughs> Probably most definitely just made up in my head. <laughs> Maybe someday you'll actually meet him and that's allowed. You know, that'd be fine. <laughs> that'd be fun. Um, but yeah, so this guy just gives you the make sure you wanted to make sure you had directions in case you didn't know where the office was. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh yeah, that office. That was the one where I had that. Oh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, Liv has been there a few times. <laughs> the one where you stole this and that. It's like the principal's office. Oh. <laughs> Don't get sent to detention, Liv. <laughs> and uh, your meal seems to go off without a hitch. Nobody chokes or anything. That's good. Nobody oh. chokes on any bones. Okay. Mm-hmm. She goes back to his room and sleeps. Standard ro- evening yeah. routine. Standard Standard evening. And does her bookworm thing. Okay. Reads. <laughs> cool. So we wake yeah. up the next morning. Yep. Same routine as normal. Mm-hmm. Nothing seems to be out of the ordinary. Right. Okay. Okay. Rage does push up. It is important at this point to <laughs> not to draw attention to yourself. What are you doing specifically to not draw attention to yourself? <laughs> I am specifically not doing anything that I would not normally be not doing. <laughs> I think there was one too many knots in there. Wow. Oh, you naughty. <laughs> <laughs> not normally be not doing. It's a double Sarah, negative. didn't you miss having John as a That player? was like a quadruple negative. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yes, I missed having John's player. Because <laughs> she loves him so much. Yes. So effing much. Yes. <laughs> and um, you know, the, the morning goes by. The after, you know, you get on towards the noon hour is approaching. So you head on over to the principal's office. Yes. <laughs> towards the uh, the main station there. I would like to make a perception check to see if we're being followed. Go ahead. Oof. I am probably not going to see anything, so that would be... That is my... That is my base perception. You need to open your eyes first before you make a perception check. (laughs) (laughs) And I will also attempt to do so. My pass is 10. You don't have to worry about it, John. My passive perception is 10. That'd be fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's all right. My, oh, my passive perception is 18. Okay, well, so. there you go. That's, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that's better. You, you still have good awareness. That's like. Yeah. So, with the passive perception of 18, you do um, notice as you're walking around the courtyard that kind of comes up to the main guardhouse that houses the general's office um, that there is a younger boy following you mm. kind of scampers around the corner when you look back gotcha have we seen this boy before he, no he doesn't look like one of the, the normal people within the keep's sons decisions decisions did we get a good do look I at? Do him or no? Do I try to just steer him away? 
Let's just loop around and try to steer. But we know, for all you know, that could be her son. You, you don't know who he is. Have you even told anybody that you've seen this person, John? Or no, not yet. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um. Wait, not you, John. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no pressure. Imagine, imagination is still <laughs> trying to get engaged here. Okay. Okay. Um, because it would be easy enough for me to just like hide out in a corner and wait for him to slip by. But then what do I do? Stab him in the back? That's a possibility, but... Oh, he's he's get us Never kicked mind. out. We're been back for half an episode and he's already talking about stabbing children in the back. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey, if they're bigger than me, they're a valid target. That doesn't take much. Exactly. <laughs> Are you telling your party members what's going on? Um, he has not as of yet. So far, it's just an internal <laughs> monologue. <laughs> with subtitles um, <laughs> I'm actually imagining this in cartoon form yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the greatest thing is that that's that's what happens when I'm DMing is that I have like a consistent like <laughs> running cartoon in my head <laughs> of you guys um, I will just whisper it to Syndra okay that, say, we have a short tail something that we can uh, help that we can use to lose it. Hey. Who has a short time? Well, we're in the keep, right? <laughs> yeah. There's no magic in the keep. Mm. Not I in, think. No, that's just in the library. Is it in the library or in the keep? Pretty sure that was just in the library. Okay. Yeah, they don't want people burning the bound books down. <laughs> burning the, the books, books down. down. Yeah, burning down the books. Burning Dig down, down the, the books. books. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> Burning down the books. And that type of magic is not my strong suit. Mm-hmm. I, I could make one, one or maybe two of us invisible. That's about it. We was like walking down the hallway and his hammer is so big that it's like... Clanging against suits of armor that are standing on the wall and uh, bumping into tables. It might be better if we just try to loop around a few times and lose him in a crowd. We're, we're, we're dragging him along a rather. So loud as, for his size. As you guys door. are discussing this, you actually see a boy like fall out from behind this building. And skin his knee. <laughs> All right. I just rolled a five for stealth. Sindra <laughs> <laughs> turns around and raises a little one. Are you, are you okay? Are you alright? What's wrong? He just stares at you all wide-eyed and panicked. Okay, I know. He's really big. He's kind of weird. Uh, he's weird too. I'm sorry. Hey, everything is okay, no, little kid. Everything's fine. You. No one's gonna hurt hey, you. You seem curious about us. Yes. Have you been following us the, no. all this time? <laughs> <laughs> hey, very direct. It's okay. I'm Rage. What's your name? <laughs> Just want to say hi. You're Rage. I, I'm Rage. R- Rage is my name. Oh. <laughs> 
I offer him a fruit of some kind to. Um, I, I got a little something better. Um, Poison? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. It's not Alice's apple. <laughs> and I am the inestimable whiff. How do you do? And I, I use uh, minor illusion to just kind of, uh, you know, uh, do a little performance, like a little, uh, like some sparkly magic lights, sparkly lights, little butterflies coming out. I don't know what a boy's like. Snails, little snails come flying. Out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Puppy dog tails. Is what I'm just gonna say monster trucks. There you go. I don't think they know what monster no. trucks are. It's got no. sword coast. Monster carriages. Monster carriages. An illusion of a skyship. Snails have puppy dog tails. It's like an owlbear with wheels. Monster truck. Warlock. <laughs> he starts scurrying backwards oh. on his butt. Uh, I don't even get a pers- persuasion check for that one. <laughs> or a performance. Actually, my performance sucks. But, yeah. Dude, oh, are there shops where you would want to go buy toys around here? Because we could, we could give you something to go buy toys. No one's going to hurt We're you. We're not going to hurt you, We're kid. We're just curious. But Let me take care of that scratch for you real quick. But you're so- I cast a mm. healing word on his knee. He sees that his knee's healed, and he looks back at you with these big doe eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like, full-on, like, anime character. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. See, we are not here to harm you. There's good magic? There is. Well, of course there is. Why, why would oh, you think that there isn't? They told me that... Well, magic's back. Who's they? And he just looks at you for another couple of seconds and he sprints away. Mm-hmm. That was odd. See you later, later little one. Bye bye. I mean, we've lost our tail, so oh, well, let's continue. Again. Oh, I hate it when you lose my tail. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be late for our well appointment. Yeah, Thank you. Um, I'm just going to. Let's see. You guys go on ahead. I'll catch up before the meeting. Okay. And I am just going to make sure that we actually don't have our tail anymore. <laughs> okay. Um. Shouldn't be too hard to. Do a little to just do a little hiding and skulking to find out. Yeah, um, give me an investigation check. Um, since you're aware that you could have been followed, actually do it with advantage for me. Okay. I start walking towards the building. Uh, and Cindra kind of lags in the middle because she doesn't quite yeah, trust him. <laughs> uh, okay, that, that screwed up the dice. One of them was cocked, and then it caused the other one to fall over weirdly. Too bad because it was a good roll. Otherwise, uh, but that's still, still not too bad. Uh, you said it was investigation, so that's in dirty twenty. Dirty twenty, a Barovian twenty, if you will. <laughs> um, you do a thorough check of the area, and you don't find anything suspicious. Okay. Well, let's continue. Okay, I catch back up. Okay, to the meeting. So you guys head on in, Mm -hmm. and the halls seem completely clear, as if they knew you needed privacy. 
You head on up cool. to the office, and the door is cracked open just a tiny bit. And you push it open and walk into the office and are met by the back of a chair behind the grand desk of what's usually, as Whiff already knows, the general. <laughs> Greetings, so, chair. Hello, we're, <laughs> we're here for our, our meeting at noon. Hello, anybody here? Would you, perha- would, would you perhaps know who should be sitting in you at this time? I had knocked on the door Sandra before steps we actually on his foot. went in there. <laughs> <laughs> Just to let him can know. He, can she step on your foot? Not or are you flying? I'm, I'm kind of hovering. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the chair very slowly turns around. Ominously. Ominously. <laughs> 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 and you are met by a tall, slender woman. In the poor lighting, I'm looking at the mini here, um, the uh, coloring between her pants and her skin wasn't quite apparent, and I was kind of questioning for a second. If she was wearing pants? Yes. (laughs) If she had a Sarah She totally wasn't like in our first combat encounter ever in Points of Light, John. No, that's okay. (laughs) That particular mini? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, I mean to say, she was. (laughs) Well, now that injured. everyone's looking at it, I have to look at it too. Oh, right. <laughs> Everybody's the gonna around. see the partially pantsless woman. <laughs> no, she's got pants. And she's, she's gold got beige be- slacks. Like yeah, actually, the, because there's like pre-painted mini. One of my oldest minis. Great. <laughs> had it for a long time. <laughs> she's got tan lines. Okay, so she yeah. has the air of a very important magical woman, and you can gauge by your assessment previously that this is probably the woman you're here to meet. So, if she's that important, pants are probably optional for her. <sighs> Why are we focusing on the pants? <laughs> Sindra asked... Uh, this is why I knew I probably didn't need the big map tonight. I, 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 I'm trying to keep things... Are you Lady Rilia? Calm down. It's why, yes, 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 I am. And I hold up the invitation letter. Very nice to meet you. I assume you would be Syndra. I am. Nice to meet you. Yes, I am Ralia, Miss Laia Dieron. I'm very happy that you met me today. I assume you had no problems getting here. No. No. No, no problem. And you were not followed. Not at all. No. Well, well, kind of. There was one yeah, curious oh. child, but he was some did little not boy, stay. and he ran off, saying that magic was bad. He was I told. Yeah, he's, he's he's unimportant. He's gone. Doesn't yeah. matter. Hmm. Fairly curious. No mind, though. Probably not anything to worry about. Anyway, do close the door. I do have rather important things to discuss with you. I close the door. Thank you. I've asked you here today because you've grown to have quite a reputation of sorts. Yeah, we're awesome. Thank you. You're very direct. Yes, I am. Your reputation precedes you. Hmm. (laughs) And you must be Neil Rock. Why, yes. I assume that you are rage. That is correct. And the wings give you away as whiff. So these halls would attest. Yes. And Finn. 
yes, your party has made quite a uh, stir in the realm. Doing so many good things for so many needful people. It's exciting. Pays the bills. (laughs) To say, nonetheless, certain people have taken quite good notice of you. Oh, I hope so. Are they saying good things? Are they saying how great Whiff is? I'm assuming they understand us with all of our our good and all of our quirks, little friend, or we would not have been invited here. I wouldn't say it's specifically about you. (laughs) No? It's about your group as a whole. Oh, that's yes. a good. Despite your mm, shortcomings, <laughs> you are considered very yeah, heroic. Yes. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm very heroic. We try. Yes. So, <laughs> as I was saying, me and my friends have taken note that you are rather resourceful in getting important tasks done, and... Being that you're so friendly with the keep, um, it has come to our attention that you may be the right people for this particular job. Sounds good. Uh, I'm curious to hear more. What is the job? Well, about three or four years ago, there was a rather delicate task that had to be done that involved a close friend of mine, actually. By the name of uh, Quill. It wasn't me. I wasn't here at the time. Well, of course you weren't. Okay. I didn't. I just wanted to establish. Why would I imply anything about it anyway? Uh, His name was Aaron Quill. He was part of my associates, and while Aaron was quite quite good at his job. Unfortunately, the uh, forces of magical evil did eventually have their way with him. And we were forced to contain him in a way. Oh, so you need a jailbreak? No. That's the last thing we want right now. He's like, he's corrupted? And so he had to Unfortunately, he was corrupted with an evil that we did not have a cure for. And our only choice was to actually seal him away in a alternate dimension. Wow. Cool. Into a couple of interesting pocket dimensions. Most of them are boring, though. It's a demi-plane of sorts that our society created, and we hid it within a book. Very cool. A book which I personally delivered here three years ago. I know we tried to find it, but we couldn't. Oh, so you've already heard of it. Don't be giving everything away. Well... She did a research on us before she invited us here. I would imagine she's smart enough I that she would assume that, that we would. Given my name, you would have so done some we, research on me. We know about me. a book, <laughs> and we know about a, a society that is generally for helping people and stopping evil. So you know about the Harpers as well. Yes, that is true. Well, who doesn't know about the Harpers? Well, preferred nobody that isn't a Harper. not very good at that. 
Yeah, I know. We have to work on that, don't we? Yes. <laughs> well, at any rate, yes. The Harpers, we... Unfortunately, when Quill became... Cursed. Out of control. Sick, if you will. <laughs> Afflicted. Yes, Good that's yeah, yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. We, we were forced to seal him away in this demiplane until we could find a way to cure him of his affliction. And I'm happy to say that we have finally found a way to cure him of this affliction. The problem is that we need somebody capable of going in and finding him and applying the cure. That's where you come in. Oh yeah, we can do that. So, uh, my... My offer to you is a sum of 5,000 gold oh. to find the book and go in and rescue Quill. I can buy a lot of ale. What can you... Sounds good to me. That's for sure. Before we go into <laughs> this overly blind, besides the challenge of finding the book, which we didn't find on a first look yesterday, um, what can you tell us about the affliction so that we avoid being similarly corrupted ourselves that's a very good question <laughs> <laughs> the DM will now look it up <laughs> the DM will now look it up pause <laughs> so I can tell you the basics of what happened to Harper however it might be more interesting for you to actually read about them the book itself is more than just the demi-plane. It is actually a play that was written that is basically the story of Quill's life and how he got afflicted and how he ended up where he is. Okay. Well, I can appreciate a good play. So I might suggest that you find the book and take some time to read it before you find the secret to getting into the demi-brain. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And that will tell you everything you need to know. Where was the book last seen? I actually had them hide it in a very specific location, and they had very specific instructions not to tell anyone where it was, just in case someone were to try to let him out. Gotcha. And so, she hands you another envelope. There's instructions here of how to get it. And if you hand them with our specific seal on it to the librarians, they will fetch it for you okay. and give you a private room. Okay. So these are instructions for the library keepers? For the library keepers okay. to get the book. To fetch yes. the book. Right. All right. All right. And they will bring you to a private place to mm-hmm. review and in turn hopefully go to the demi-plane yes, yes. and go about your business if you do accept our offer. Now, um, what forces might be at play trying to stop us given uh, while well, I'm loath to think of a child being involved with something evil, the boy we met seemed shocked to find that there were magics that were not evil. The boy likely... I imagine the boy was following me. I see. 
he was likely a, a shadow vision of the young harbor. Oh. Ah, interesting. Of Quill? Yes. Oh. Quill's story was not a good one. His, his childhood was not nice. So you're saying the kid wasn't a real kid that we saw? Most likely not. Interesting. I can say that I've seen him before myself. Wow, creepy. So there's a, a version or versions of him that appear here, even with him being trapped. I feel that my personal emotional attachment to... Is manifesting these sightings? Yes. I mean, I... I will blatantly admit that I am a very powerful archmage. And I feel slightly responsible for what happened to my friend. Hmm. With your power, what, is there a reason why you wouldn't uh, accompany us on such a journey as this? Is it just that you have responsibilities here, or, or is it the risk of being corrupted yourself? There are many reasons. That is all I can tell you. Fair enough. It seems like a lot of gold, 5,000. I mean, I think I'm, I'm open to such a quest so I can learn many spells with both that. This is a great quest. My ancestors will be proud. Yes, yes, they will. I'm, I'm all for this. I'm in as well. Whatever, if you're going to go... If you try to scrape more money out of the seal, <laughs> I'm going to light you on fire another time. <sighs> Come on! I like you. Eyebrows, you have spunk. <laughs> my, my eyebrows haven't grown back yet from last time. <laughs> I think he likes it. <laughs> it's a different kind. My right, experience flame. with fairies, he probably does. <laughs> <laughs> we accept. All right, fine. Very good. Well, I will trust you with these instructions. And let us, the harbors, know when you are returned. Okay. There are secret instructions hidden within the book on how to open the plane. Once right. you find them, you will know the words to speak. Where did the envelope go to? She'll hand them to you. Okay. Since you've been so courteous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have been the height of civility this whole time. <laughs> I've been a snotty little brat. <laughs> That's not what this chair says. The chair likes me. She's been sitting in the chair. <laughs> That's why it likes me. Anyway, is there any other advice or information you need us to have? I don't know what plane has done to him over this time. I'm not even really sure how time goes within the plane. When did you uh, imprison him in the book? Three years ago. Three years ago. But for him it may have been more or less depending on how that plane works. Indeed, it would have been more or less. Well, I think we have what we need to get started, Mm -hmm. so let's get started. Right. I thank you, my good. friends. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the adventures. <laughs> thank you. Okay, so, um, 
she handed you the information about where to locate it, the book. Yes, I, Phineas, have the book. Yes. Yes. Information. <laughs> and I, Whiff, am very curious, so there's no reason why we can't just go straight to the library. As you turn to walk out the door, though, she does say, Oh, wait, 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 one more thing. Always a lot. I will let you know that there is a line in the very final scene of the book that gives you a clue to the portal's activation. Okay. Thank you. I don't know the details, but I'm told that if you examine the script, you will notice the, the clues. Oh, I never skip to the end of a story anyway. All the adventure happens in the middle. Okay, thank you for Very the well. instructions. Thank you. Thank you. Keep an eye on him. <laughs> <laughs> Should I really? We're used to it by now. Maybe two. If you can. <laughs> oh. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> and she goes back to her, her paperwork. All right. Okay. Time to go. All right. So, lunchtime in the library for a second? Or did we have lunch before we came up with here? We just go to the library. Yeah. <laughs> Off to the library. I can have a minor change of pregnancy, so she saw thinking about food constantly. <laughs> I'm thinking about In or out eating before we potentially <laughs> read and go through a portal where we'll be gone for days. Why don't we just get yeah. a picnic? So. A you picnic? could stop through the cafeteria and grab you know, lunch sandwich. on the go. Yeah, basically. Something <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking of having a sandwich. Or we could always door dash it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Castle <World> dash. Keep <laughs> 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 <Cute, cute> dash. <laughs> I grab one of the bottled yeah, they, have, dash. they have brown bag lunches. <laughs> brown sack cool, lunches. Cool. That'll be a day's worth of rations. Satchel. <laughs> Um, so you, you you swing through the cafeteria on the way. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, oh, this is school now. Okay. And uh, <laughs> grab your rations for the afternoon and head off to the library. They do scold you and tell you you need to eat it in the lobby before you come in. Okay. Um, but you hand the head librarian the note. And she looks at you knowingly as they scurry off to find what they're looking for. Thank you. It takes maybe about 45 minutes or so before she comes back with... I am really tempted right now to try to sneak after them, but I'll be good this time. (laughs) So, she comes back with the the tome in hand. She says, oh, right this way, we've prepared a private room for you, as discussed in the note. Um, Follow me. Thank you. She takes you kind of far back into the depths of the library, into uh, and off to the side, into a room with a single window, light pouring in through it, and a desk, plenty of chairs, and uh, she leaves you to it. Closes the door behind her with the book in the middle. And before you, she lays down a green leather-bound book. There's leaves and vines carefully burned into the corners of the front and back cover. The title is embossed in gold on the front, but no author is credited on the outside or inside. It's about six inches wide, nine inches tall, and an inch thick. 
cream-colored pages emit a faint scent of flowers and grass. The writing is neat and steady, and each line inscribed in practiced calligraphy. Although the design of the book is simple, the crafting and materials are of the highest quality. In fact, the book is a magic object. And you can tell just by looking at it. Pretty cool book. Yeah. Makes sense. Who's going to read it? I'm going to touch it. Crack it open. Yeah. Okay. You crack it open, and you see that it is exactly as she described. It is a play. And written inside is the curious tale of Wisteria Vale. Are you going to act it out for us? (laughs) The Cliff Notes version. So you read about everything so that happened to him. read it. Yeah. <laughs> Story time. Uh, it's a Scooby-Doo stack. Like. You said that, that was a clue in the last page about how to open it? There is. To yeah, open that, the portal. Of, yeah. the We're going to learn about his, his story and his affliction and how mm-hmm. he got there so that we have that info before we open the portal. But just out of curiosity, time. can everybody give me an intelligence check? Sure. <clears throat> okay. I would... I can yeah, try. Intelligence. Uh, anything right. specific on that, uh, that, or just generic? Just give me an intelligence check. Okay. Uh, My Knights of Roleplay D20 is doing great. <laughs> I've only rolled once, but it's been great. <laughs> Mine is doing relatively average. Oh, chonkies. Oh, it's not terrible. So, 16. Four. Five. <laughs> Fourteen. Six, uh, 18. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> um, so, Rage. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Remember. Get a big flash of remembering that there was a village named Wisteria Vale. Um, on the river, I'm terrible with these names, Coenthar, which is just east of Baldur's Gate. It was destroyed over a decade ago, though. Okay. Rage says, uh, My ancestors are telling me that Wisteria Vale was near Baldur's Gate, and uh, what was the body of water in? <laughs> Sorry. River Coenthar? C-H-I-O-N The River Kunthar <laughs> So he shares that info with you guys Via his uh, his ancestors oh. <laughs> Finn asks What was it destroyed by? He doesn't remember But it, but my, it used my to be My ancestors didn't, didn't tell me But it, it, it was a town It was destroyed over a decade <clears throat> Destroyed over a decade ago <laughs> My ancestors are very unreliable <laughs> They got more information than you did with <laughs> 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 so you guys crack open Stop. the book yes and yeah. start reading yeah. while she's reading I'm also just going to take a quick perception around the room I, I was just probably nothing but you know make sure that it's a lot is. cleaner than the rest of the library and the sun shines really nicely through the window is it a nice view overlooking the town could I tell where it is from the outside? 
car outside and I wanted to know this window to sneak in, would I know which window it was? It overlooks a courtyard that's in the middle of like the library itself. So it's like in the middle of a bunch of buildings. Uh, it's not accessible from the main roads. Of course not. Because Whiff can't have any fun later. <laughs> is, that, is that the smoking section? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the smoking area for all the librarians. There's smoke coming up through the corridor. <laughs> They're like ripping pages out of the books and rolling them up. And <laughs> smoking some, tumbleweed. Good college <laughs> So what does the book say? <laughs> I was getting there, but your fairy, see, likes to distract me. So what you're me. saying is the John is Johnny. Okay, the whiff is whiffing. I'll stop for a little bit. (laughs) The whip is johnning. The librarian's smoking. (laughs) I'll I'll drink more root beer. (laughs) He's jiffing or wanting one of those. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sarah recites The mysterious, the curious, sorry, tale of Wisteria Vale. In the first act, the protagonist, Bargain, lives out a peaceful childhood in the village of Mysteria Vale. Vargan is a boy with a penchant for storytelling and a knack for magic. During the day, Vargan helps his parents on the farm, and in the evening he performs in the tavern to the delight of all the villagers. When Vargan is on the cusp of adulthood, the cruel Lord Ephraim Rathmore visits Mysteria Vale demanding drink, food, and a place for him to continue his stay. When the hospitality isn't to his liking, he burns the village down to the ground. Mm. Lord Rathmore leaves Vargan alive as a witness to his village's punishment, but not before slashing him across the face with a crystal dagger. The event changes Vargan forever. And he vows to bring down the pitiless lord and prevent him from hurting anyone ever again. Act 2. Vargan tracks down Lord Rathlor in a bustling city. Unsure how to proceed, the young bard starts asking around the city for information. He's approached by a wizard who tells him that she belongs to a secret group looking to bring down Lord Rathmore and others who have been corrupted by evil. The wizard invites Vargan to join the secret organization, and he agrees, becoming a member of the Harpers. With the aid of information from the Harpers, Varger sneaks into Lord Rathmore's manor during a banquet, disguised as a performer, and dispatches Rathmore once and for all. Although his quest for vengeance has been fulfilled, Vargan is obsessed with the fact that many other corrupt and evil people exist across the land, and that only people like him and the Harpers can stop them. Huzzah! Although he should quit, he should quit while he's ahead. Act three. Vargan becomes more powerful, using his talents in magic and espionage to single-handedly take down corrupt kings and mages. Although he becomes a legend among the outside of the Harpers, Vargan stays humble, believing that it is his duty to protect others. At the climax of the play, 
Vargan battles an archmage who has who was turned evil by an ancient crystal touched by an evil god, Siric. Though Vargan defeats the archmage, prolonged contact with the crystal corrupts the bard, convincing him that his former allies are too powerful and must be eliminated. The Harpers devise a solution to prevent Vargan from hurting of anyone while they develop a cure and banish him into a demiplane. The play ends with a short monologue by the Harper wizard who befriended Vargan years ago, saying that though Vargan's ultimate fate is still unknown, the day will come when light will banish darkness. Is that it? Can I see that book for a second? No. Cinder shows it to you? Hand it to me for a second. Why? I gotta try something. You're gonna tell us what you'd like to try? No. It's more fun this way. Do we know if this play has ever been acted out? I'm just curious. It's... It's something something that No Rock might want to do. None of you have ever heard of it? being acted out before. Although she did tell you that it was based on, loosely based on his real events. Right, right. right. Um, mm-hmm. She did also tell you that it was brought pretty much directly to the library. All right. You're thinking you know what to do to activate the portal? Just a guess. Probably wrong, but All worth right. a try. Are we ready to go through what you do works? Yeah, absolutely. Probably. Okay. okay. I grab, I take the book, and I bring it over, and I hold it in the light that's shining in through the window. What part of the book? Uh, well, I just have the closed book at first. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Okay. Uh, open up the book to the last page and hold that up in the light. Okay. As you open up the book and show the last page to the light, you see a faint glow coming from some of the words. But you can't read it with you lifting it up so high. Cinder oh. <laughs> walks over and it's probably right at about head height. And she. <laughs> <laughs> what did you. What do you have here? Give me a intelligence check. Right. Boy. Uh, big money. <laughs> That's not big money. That's not big money. Nope. That is a 12. So, the words we lift up our light to reveal what is hidden and banish the darkness forever actually were a clue, which he already figured out without knowing the words to look for. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, you're able to realize that the words shining on the page say, Harper's at Twilight. Harper's at Twilight. Okay. Cinder reads those words. You say them out loud? Yeah. Okay. They said they were ready. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> You're yes. just going to say them out loud? Yes. Okay. She would. As you say <laughs> these words out loud, the book starts to shake and flies through the air. I'm still attached to it. <laughs> it shakes out of your hand. Okay. <laughs> the pages of the book start flipping. 
and I start tearing out of the book, separating from themselves. And they arrange themselves into a one sh big sheet and transform into a portal. I didn't do it. <laughs> All right. Looks like nice. this is the way. This is the way. Congratulations, you have now opened the portal to the demiplane Wisteria Vale. Right. Awesome. Shall we? Let's go. <laughs> I feel like John. It's been a while since I've been to I feel like John gets some inspiration for that. <laughs> John, yes, you may take inspiration for that. Thank you. <laughs> Puzzle Master John. Puzzle Master John. Good job. <laughs> okay, so as you step through the portal, you find yourselves in this beautifully lush green forest smells of grass and flowers just as the smell of the book was as you flipped through the pages feels like home and it's at that moment that you realize that while she gave you the bag with the cure you never really took a chance to really look at it <laughs> and so you take a moment as a group to stop and look and see what's going on there is, thankfully, a note within. And it says, Glad you finally thought to look at this. <laughs> <laughs> to reverse quilt corruption, please use this dagger. And it is a dagger carved of a single piece of amethyst. There's leather wrapped around the hilt and runes emblazoned with on the flat of the blade. It resembles the one that was described in the play that okay. cut Quilt's child. Okay. I will think of that. The note also indicates that it's been imbued with multiple different forces of purifying magic. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. To activate it... It burns a little, but I'll hang on to it. <laughs> <laughs> To activate it, it just needs to pierce the flesh of the intended target, which is quilt. Okay. okay. Uh, was there any precaution, either in her note or that we could recall from the book, about avoiding being corrupted by the crystal ourselves if we should encounter it? The crystal itself doesn't live here. It corrupted just him. him. Okay. And that's it. Okay. And it was, after that, it was just part of him. Okay. So you're in the forest. You can tell that off in the distance there is a town. Alright. It Maybe. seems to be close to darkness as you entered the demi-plane. So, so the sun is so going we, down with insi yeah. inside the demi plane. So we want to okay. go to the town and perhaps see if there is an inn or shelter? Yeah. I guess we'll, we'll head towards the town, I guess. Okay. Um. I, as we get close, as we get close to the town, um, I will actually take to the shadows and hide. And just kind of follow along discreetly. Okay. I'm not going to spend a spell slot on it yet, but I can at least. Awesome. Be sneaky so, about it. 
As you're walking through the forest, you definitely get the feeling that this place is pretty euphoric. The weather is very calm, almost too calm. It's, it, it's like the perfect temperature outside. Mm -hmm. the, the fragrant flowers are always on, on the wind. It's very green, very lush. Never looks like they have a drought. Glad I don't have allergies. <laughs> and it's a very peaceful walk as you continue through the forest and eventually come out into town. Sarah's handing us some maps of the town, I'm assuming? Yeah. Cool, cool. Which direction are we coming from? Vale. We ended up with an excess here. I'm not probably printed one too many. Okay. One for her. Uh, printed two for me, apparently. <laughs> two for me. Um, let's say you guys are coming in from... Looks like there's only one way to come in. Yeah, from the south. From the south. The south there, the, the path. Okay. And you can go either left or right. I guess let's go right towards the direction that looks like it has more, more town-like buildings and less farmland. No, 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 no. Situations okay. like this, you never go left or right. You go straight. Syndra shakes her head and goes right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you no sense of adventure? Rage falls. If you're always right. following the path that they give you, you're never gonna find out. Oh, never mind. So you all go right, <laughs> <laughs> while Whiff stays behind and whines. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll get back in the shadows, whatever. And eventually, you come across what looks like a marketplace. There's plenty of people within the marketplace. I just rolled a 30 for my stealth. Nice. No one knows you're there. <laughs> Mostly because your adventuring party is ignoring you. Mm. As they should be if I'm being, <laughs> if I'm being stealthy. This is all according to plan. My plan. <laughs> But you can tell that the marketplace is pretty uh, organized and well-run. There's farmers along the edge selling their wares. There's a few different, you know, traveling merchants. Pretty, pretty commonplace little market. Okay. I mean, is there like an inn, pub, tavern, anything obvious like that? I mean, it's evening, right? Uh, yes, it is evening. So there is a tavern. It is the 
this building here. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to head there, you can definitely find shelter and rust. Mm -hmm. Do we want to ask any questions before we go in for the night, or just maybe see if there's people at the end that we can talk to about if there's a... Or do we even want to ask people tonight if there's a powerful... Why are you looking at me? I'm hidden. <laughs> Say we just uh, find dinner and just settle in because it's See what dark. We can learn about this place. Say that we're in new to town. Yes. All right. So, okay. Go to the end. said it was getting it was evening anyway, right? It is evening. Yes. Oh. Okay. All right. So you guys head to what you can tell is a tavern based on the signage, and. It, when you get closer, you see that it is called the Blossoms Rest. And it is actually very well imbued with activity. Quite a few, quite a few townsfolk and commoners are in there, laughing and eating and sharing meals, talking, having a good time. And as you pull up to the bar, you are greeted by the owner, Ulrich. Hey, hello! Welcome to me, and how are you doing today? He's a rather stout young hill dwarf. I need some ale. We're doing well. Hey, we can definitely help with some ale. Let me get you some. All right, great. We'll also be getting rooms for the night. Oh, rooms for the night. We love visitors. We don't get them very often, but we do love them. <laughs> you might be seeing my me wife, Daphne. She's the love of my life. <laughs> She's right over there at the counter. Daphne will help. You look over, you see this beautiful young wood elf at the counter. Who you can only presume, presume is Daphne based on the fact that she's sitting there looking doe-eyed and staring off into the distance. <laughs> uh-huh. Go over and see that. I'd be getting you your ale. Would anybody else like a drink while the lady's taking care of business? Sure. Aye. Yeah. <laughs> he gets you all a pint. Slams them all down on the counter. Because that'll be one silver each. All right, pay up. Flipping the silver. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Thank you. All right, you're hiding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am actually. Whiff is highly suspicious of all this. Naturally, his first question in his mind is, "Where do these people come from?" So he is going to do a little bit of skullduggery and just. Listen in on people. A uh, little investigation, you know, the area immediately around the inn, not getting too far away. Don't want to split up the party. Um, but just kind of get the vibe of the people, if you know what I'm saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. When, um, when nobody, when nobody's actually, you know, listening in. <laughs> Do they seem normal? Are they... Um, Unnecessarily exuberant. Um, So as you're wandering about, you do overhear people talking about their day, how the farms are doing, that they had a good or bad day at the market. You know, somebody's talking about how their chickens are not doing well. Mm. Um, 
but other than that, everything seems pretty positive. Everyone's very upbeat about life. Mm. Um, you overhear a elf hunter named that someone calls Kirara. She uh, she's talking about how the hunting's been particularly good in the in the forest lately. Mm. Um, but uh, there doesn't seem to be much bad news. Are you staying invisible? Well, I'm staying hidden. I'm not mm-hmm. actually fully invisible. I mean, if you were to come and talk to Syndra, she... I mean, you were in the party when we encountered Wilhelm. Well, you probably read his book about his travels as much as Syndra has. Syndra would have the knowledge about how, like, a demiplane can essentially have its own kind of self-sustaining populace that's created to house yeah, the I'd, beings I'll, that are in it. Well, in, in my head, uh, Whip has been around long, but he kind of has a general gist of demiplanes and how they tend to work. Yeah. Um, Do me but, a favor. Uh, Give me a arcana check. One arcana check coming up. Uh, that would give me 13. He's not big on spells. Okay. Um, so you actually can recognize um, that this is part of the Demi Platon's magical design. The people aren't actually real. Or just the whole... The Demi Platon is just designed to be a kind of paradise. Can you elaborate on that a little bit, please? On what you mean by this? Um, that the people that are around were specifically designed to live here. Okay, so the people themselves are a part of the day. Okay. So it's not like a population like, design, like designing a prison without making it feel like a prison. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. All right. All right. <clears throat> so I got the answer to a couple of questions that I had. But okay. Oh, I guess I'm good then. Um, uh, I guess. Should we go get rooms for the night? Um. Daphne, or uh, a room, depending on how many they have. You guys so, so yeah, walk, walk up to, to Daphne and say that. Oh, hello. Hello, your, your husband directed us to you to oh, get a, a room. <laughs> our rooms for the night. Uh, yes, oh, rooms right. for the night. How nice to have visitors. Absolutely. How many rooms would you like? Um, how, how many does one room house? Oh, one room can house up to three people. Three people. I guess uh, two rooms. Two, two rooms. Yeah, two rooms. Yeah. Two rooms. Adjoining if are, are next to each other, possible. Oh, absolutely. Next to each other is fine. Yeah. No problem. Would you like nice eastern-facing rooms to rise with the sun? Certainly. Thank you. Sure. Absolutely. Thank you. Here are your keys. Breakfast is complimentary with the room. Thank you. Great. We appreciate awesome. That. We look forward to seeing you again. Thank you. She's very cheerful. This is a beautiful place. Why wouldn't someone be happy? <laughs> oh, I'm still not with you guys. Once you guys get in your room, I'm just going to sneak in the window. <coughs> okay. We'll go back to our Second rooms, I guess. Window. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, are we going to go have 
dinner and continue to take in the people or go up to the rooms first? Let's just turn it for the night. We'll do continue this in the morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, cool. So you all slam down your ale <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. and turn in for the night and decide to pick this up the next day and see what's going on about this town. Okay. And with that, we will call it a night. Okay. Yay. Live up. Welcome to Wisteria Vale. <laughs> awesome. 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 Yes. <laughs> cool. And we will also say goodnight to our listeners. Good night. <laughs> If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review anywhere this podcast can be found. Our social media links, plus additional content, can be found on our website at knightsofroleplay.com. Please tell your friends about Knights of Roleplay, an adventuring podcast, and spread the word through social media. Your help and support are greatly appreciated.